Hello and welcome to the And One More Thing podcast. I'm Colton Moore. This is my afternoon drive home. Thanks for joining me. It's Tuesday afternoon. Week one of the NFL is officially behind us. And, uh, but we talked about how exciting it was yesterday. But it was good. Um, I did not stay up for Monday Night Football. Sorry, folks. I hope you weren't expecting a great breakdown of those games. Um, we got the kids to bed at a halfway decent time. And then I went to sleep as well like at 8.30, and uh, I got seven and a half hours of sleep, and it was glorious, but yeah, at the end of the day, I'm still a little bit tired, so here we are, but first time I had that much sleep in a while, so that was nice. Um, baseball's getting down to the nitty-gritty. We got one, well, we got like two, three weeks left of baseball until it's the playoffs. And uh, Cubbies are cutting it close with the Brewers. They're only uh, two games up on them right now. They've got a two more games in a three-game series. They really need to win uh, t- tonight, tomorrow night. Then they're supposed to go back over to Washington for uh, a makeup game and then come right back and play another game. Uh, so they, they've got a pretty busy schedule. Uh, and Hopefully they can said win these next two games against the Brewers get a little bit of cushion and not really worry too much about that game in Washington that's probably the best case scenario um, but the Cardinals are right behind the Brewers and then and it's like five games back till you get to the Dodgers so these still have a little cushion to stay in the uh, the wild card spot but it sure would be nice to just win uh, the National League that would be uh, that would be ideal I think Um, outside of that, uh, I don't really know much about the, the sports world today. Um, well, I guess there was a, everybody's making fun of Tom Thibodeau on recreating his 2008 Bulls team. He just needs uh, Joakim Noah, I think. Uh, I don't know if he's got Boozer over there or not, but I know he's got, I think he's got Taj and Jimmy Butler and Luol Ding and Derrick Rose. So they're, they're calling him the Timber Bulls. It's kind of funny, but I love that Bulls team, and I like Tom, Coach Tom Thibodeau. They was, they were good together, I thought. And maybe being back with old Thibs will give Derrick Rose the spark he needs to get back to his old form. Man, it's been long enough. You think he could shake that knee injury? I mean, it was just so devastating. But uh, to get Derrick Rose back to healthy and playing like. He did his MVP year. Oh my goodness! It's uh, he can be a he can be a, a league changer when fully healthy and uh, with no mental uh, restrictions in his own mind. He was he was exciting to watch. Um, yeah, I guess as far as professional sports, that's all I've got. Uh, Got to see a high school soccer game last night. That was fun. And the old uh, Orangeburg Latham Cardinals put a little shellacking on the Meridian Hawks. One four to nothing. Uh, my cousin's the goalie for Orangeburg there, so that was that was fun. Got to see someone that I know get kicked out and and thought the official made a racial slur at uh, his kids, but then we realized that's not what he said. But um, so the guy. Um, I don't know what he was saying to the ref, but he said something, and the ref said, you say one more thing, 
and uh, you're out of here. And uh, so the guy stood up, puts his arms up and says, well, give me one more thing. Here's one more word. So the ref said, all right, get out of here. And then the guy's like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Da, 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 da. And then the ref looks down, sees uh, the guy's kid coloring and says, why don't you take your Crayolas too? You know, he's calling him a kid. You know, you're acting like a child, take your crayons and go. Um, but the problem is, he's, uh, he's got a little Chinese boy that he's adopted. And so, he was one that was coloring. So everybody kind of thought he was calling the kid a Crayola or something because he was a different color uh, than the rest of the family. Um, I don't think that was the guy's intent, but either way, they were both acting like children. And it was exciting to watch from the bench. But I think that's uh, that's it for the intro today, folks. Uh, we'll be right back with you in a minute. I hope uh, hope we can entertain you today. Uh, we'll do our best. All right, peace. I'm Colton Moore. This is the end. One more thing. Podcast. And these are my thoughts. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. Get a little serious. And kind of do the obligatory obligatory thing here. But it's a conversation that needs to be had. And uh, today is Tuesday, September 11, 2018 been 17 long uh, in some aspects and very short in other aspects years uh, since September 11, 2001 uh, on that day in which uh, the Twin Towers and the Pentagon and you know other flights Pennsylvania where these attacks happen uh, on our country, on our people. Since then, for some reason, we fought a war in Iraq. We're still in Afghanistan. The Middle East is is as unstable as ever. thought comes to mind of why or rather what have we accomplished many families lost people that day 17 years ago and uh, there's no rhyme or reason as to why that happened the story we're told is that an extremist group of a certain religion hates our Western way of life. And that's the story. Some people would have you say it was a... would have you think, rather, some people would have you think that it was an inside job uh, put on by our own government, funded by our own government to uh, force us into war. 
ultimately for oil in the Middle East. Or as some sort of long con to erode uh, our civil liberties and our basic rights. Personally, I am a... Uh, Oh, what's a good word? I am a um, I, I guess a skeptic is the word when it comes to anything any reasoning the government puts out there as to why something happened. Uh, I believe big government uh, is in the business of controlling people. It's their ultimate goal, I think. I think. This is my opinion, folks. And as I've said before, I, I love this country. I love that I uh, was fortunate enough to be born here. And I understand how lucky I am. But I also understand that power corrupts and absolute power abs corrupts absolutely. And these people at the top levels of our government have absolute power. They really do. They can do anything they want and get away with it. And I'm not trying to have a conspiracy theory show. But I'm just asking the question. Why was our response to that attack what it was? We were attacked by a group of people from the Middle East. Um, they weren't Iraqis. I don't even know that they were Afga Afghani. I think they were Libyan and Pakistani. Uh, but yet we uh, turned that around and went to war in Afghanistan and Iraq. doesn't make sense folks and unfortunately many lives were many I mean thousands of lives have been lost in the process and a lot of those were people who knew what they were signing up for but the, the thousands of people that lost their lives that day they didn't sign up for that they were just trying to go to work provide for their families And uh, we say we'll never forget. And every year, there's always at least a comment made about it. But we have forgotten the way that felt, folks. As, as, a, as a whole. I'm not saying the individuals have. But as a country, we've forgotten. We've forgotten the pain that we felt as a country, the betrayal we felt as a country. We've forgotten the love we had for each other in the immediate aftermath and the camaraderie we had. On that day 17 years ago, and in the, the you know the weeks following, we were as united a country as we've ever been.
And now, 17 short years later, we are as divided as we've been post-Civil War. say is I just think we're better than that people I know I'm not reaching the country here I don't have hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers or listeners on this show I've got uh, four or five people that show up every day I don't even know if they're the same people I haven't looked to see but even if I get to you four or five people we're better than that we're better than what we are right now would be it would behoove us to tap into the emotion we felt that day and to remember how we felt about other people that day how we felt about our fellow countrymen and women and uh, just remember that we are all on the same team trying to get through this life saw a quote today my father-in-law put on his chalkboard at school um, from Abraham Lincoln and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact wording but uh, I long for the day when America when this country is considered uh, to be the best of what the world is has the offer has to offer something along those lines um, he was Lincoln was much more eloquent than I am but I long for that day that we again are looked up to as all that is good or as the best of what is good in this world I think we have the capacity to be that if we can come together if we can remember what it's like And it's terribly unfortunate that it takes an act of war against on our own soil to spark those feelings. And even things that are similar to acts of war, like massive school shootings or public shootings, they don't even bring that they don't even bring that feeling to us anymore. Because there's so much distrust. Between both sides of the aisle. Washington and between the general public and their government uh, and uh, yeah I don't know it's just my thoughts on this day uh, I was fortunate enough to not lose anyone in that on that day or uh, in the wars subsequent to that uh, but I know uh, many, many people in this country uh, were not so fortunate and I think hope we just remember them today 
remember what this day means to them in particular and just try and be there for each other folks uh, on on this day and uh, every day going forward podcast and this afternoon we've uh, had a little serious talk about the historical magnitude of today we've had just a little bit of nonsense um, covering the major sports headlines in the first segment and uh, now I'm just gonna meander through my mind I think I might tell some jokes. I got a question for y'all. Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But uh, why is it that you never see tigers and zebras playing baseball? Because it's three stripes and you're out. Oh, um, so there were these muffins, right? And they were in an oven and one muffin kind of turned and looked at the other muffin and he goes, hey man, is it hot in here? Is it just me? And the second muffin goes, ah! Talking muffin! Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, but anyway, so last night I had this dream, right? And it was kind of bizarre. I don't really know what to make of it. Um, but I just dreamed that I was um, a muffler on a car and they were just driving and I'm just rattling around back there and car just drove and drove and drove and I mean all night long I'm just a muffler on a car and I woke up this morning and I was exhausted and I just don't know what to make of that um but yeah, hey, so what do you call it when you take all your junk and you put a sign out in the front yard and you try and sell it? This is a legitimate question here. I'm not trying to be funny. Because um, I don't even know what I would call it. I think I think I would call it a garage sale or a rummage sale. But they're also called yard sales. And I know, like in the town I grew up, you could just put a big R at the end of your street and an arrow. And people knew that you had a rummage sale down there. And that's what the R stood for. 
but I, you know, I move, you know, you come 15 minutes into the, you know, the, the city, and uh, they don't, they don't do that, they just, I mean, they have, like, the address, and it's on fluorescent green paper, and it's, it tells you, oh, there's baby clothes, and there's, whatever kitchenware and women they tell you they you know they practically itemize their list and put it on the poster for you to try and read as you drive by on the highway at 45 mile an hour yeah I don't know I just was wondering I saw a sign made me think of that um while we're on the topic what do you call the red sauce, usually with meat in it, uh, that you put on a hot dog? I would call that chili, folks. That's what I would call that. Uh, but there's a large population of people, generally in uh, southern Ohio and probably uh, the, the rest of Appalachia, that calls that hot dog sauce, believe it or not. Uh, they also call their grocery carts buggies. Um, that's about all I can remember from Ohio that was really significantly different. Um, it's so weird. We all live in the same country. It's a very big country, but we just call things different. Um, there's, uh, you know, you get a carbonated beverage. What do you call that? A lot of people call it pop. I think pop is a silly word. I call it soda. Sometimes I'll call it sodi. And sometimes I'll put it all together and say soda pop. I don't ever call it a Coke, though. Just a Coke. If I want a Coke, I want a Coke. Like, I actually want a Coca-Cola. And if I ever offer you a Coke, I'm offering you a Coca-Cola. If I ever offer you a Pepsi, I'm offering you a Pepsi. That's just how it is. I don't, I don't get the people that call soda... Coke. Like, you want a Coke? Sure, here's a Mountain Dew. No, that's not a Coke. That's a Mountain Dew. I mean, I'll take it. Mountain Dew's better than Coke anyway. But, uh, anyway, that's that. Uh, I've never ever heard anybody call a water fountain a bubbler. But I differentiate between, I mean, I don't differentiate. I, uh, I go back and forth between water fountain and drinking fountain. Just kind of whatever comes off first. Probably more often than I say water fountain. But my son calls water fountains uh, actual fountains that have water coming out of them. Like in parks and things, he'll say, Hey, look, Dad, a water fountain. So there's that. I don't know. It's just... It is it is bizarre how there's just different words for things, even in our own country. It's one thing if it's a whole other country. Like in England, they call cookies biscuits. No. Cookies are cookies, and biscuits are biscuits. Alright? Biscuits are thicker and airier and you put gravy on them or you make a sandwich with them. Cookies are the dessert. A flatter, sugarier bread with chocolate chips in them. And speaking of chips, they call their french fries chips. And they call their chips crisps. Which actually I like better. I like crisps better than chips, but I like french fries. Um, 
but I think more often than not in England their their fries are are thicker. They're like steak fries, and so they call those chips. Um, so I I don't know. Whatever you wanna. I don't have too big of a problem with that, I guess. Um, yeah, just weird stuff. Weird stuff. Bounced around my head. Um, so, do y'all know how to uh, put an elephant in a refrigerator? It's really quite simple. You just open the door and stick them in there. Um, how about a giraffe? Can you get him in, in a refrigerator? No, you don't just open the door and stick them in. You got to open the door. Then you got to pull the elephant out and then stick the giraffe in and then close it up. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, how about... Uh, how about the uh, if if the king of the jungle, the old lion or the tiger, depending on which jungle you're in, I guess, uh, throws a party, and all the animals of the animal kingdom show up, which could be a little problematic for the lion and tiger, trying to decide who's king. Um, but anyway, they had, throws a party, and all the animals are there except for one. Do you know who it is? Um, yeah, it's the giraffe, because he's still in that refrigerator. He never got him out. And uh, speaking of uh, jungle animals, what do you do if you uh, come to a... Uh, you're traipsing through the jungle, and you come across a, a river, and you need to get across, but the bridge is out, and there's no boat, and there's a sign that says, Caution! Crocodiles! Um, what do you do? No, you're good to just swim across. All the crocodiles are at the party with the lion and the tiger. And, yes, I understand that was unbelievably corny and dumb, but it's one of my favorite jokes. Um, why do elephants paint their toes red? so they can hide in cherry trees. I know what you're thinking. You ain't never seen an elephant in a cherry tree. It's because they're hiding, folks. They're not supposed to be seen. Um, what do you get when you cross a bee uh, with a bell? Oh, a real humdinger. <laughs> I've got this book uh, that I got from my grandparents that I used to read all the time when I was a kid, and it's this pop-up book of just one-liner jokes. Uh, and they're really dumb, but they're really funny. Like, what do you get when you cross a uh, a gorilla and a, and a mink? Uh, you get a really soft fur coat with really long arms. Uh, what do you get when you cross a ostrich with a roadrunner? Uh, I'll let you know whenever I catch it.
what do you get when you cross an anthill with a garden? Uh, ants in your plants. <laughs> oh, folks. Make me a promise right here. I want you to promise me you won't take life too seriously. Please don't do that. You don't. You won't make it out alive, no matter how serious you take it. Uh, just do your best to treat everybody with respect and kindness. And uh, have some fun. Be safe, but have some fun. Don't be too safe. Um, life is best lived right there on the edge of. Uh, of, of fun and safety, I guess. I mean, it's a fine line. Um, but it's there. I mean, it's okay to be reckless on occasion uh, with your body, especially with your love. Um, but as far as the body goes, uh, the advances in modern medicine are pretty amazing. They can they can put you back together, no matter pretty much anything you go through. So, like I said, take a risk, have some fun. Um, I mean, what else are you gonna do, folks? What else? What else are you gonna do? You're gonna sit there and be miserable your whole life. Living is the longest thing you ever do. Don't make it miserable, folks. Um, and I guarantee you, no matter who you are, no matter where you're at, I don't know who's listening to this, but there is someone that loves you dearly. I guarantee it. And always remember that. And have a great afternoon. And I will talk to you all tomorrow as we get over the hump tomorrow on a wonderful, beautiful Wednesday. Uh, have a great night. Peace.